0: Welcome back to the Elvis Aggressive Podcast. Corey Palm alongside uh, Tony Urslin and Tana Lipset here this week. we got a lot to talk about, fellas. A busy week, and we'll lead off with the biggest news for the program in the last week. Uh, Since we met a week ago, last Wednesday, five new All-Americans for the program were named. Uh, We'll just go through that a little bit and then the process a little bit. Coach, first of all, congratulations, Uh, uh, just another feather in your cap for really putting putting more evidence behind what a banner year it was for, for your program.
1: Yeah, no, thank you very much. I, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it was really nice to see those guys honored. You know, when you, when you sacrifice and work like those guys did, and, and the team, right, I mean, they, they all they put together a great year, and there was a ton of sacrifice and suffering and just, you know, tough, tough stuff to go through from injury to, you know, everything we've talked about before. So I was just really excited to see those guys, see them honored. Um, you know, I, it's been a crazy year, unprecedented. We've always said that. Um, so I get that it's, it's a little different. But, you know, the fact is we did wrestle, you know, basically we wrestled our entire regular season and uh, the Big Ten tournament and then had guys seated and in the brackets. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like we didn't have any evidence, which we can talk about more about why we did what we did. But, um, you know, we had a lot of evidence. And so in many ways, the guys did earn it. I know as a sport, we put a lot on those last three days. But, but I, I truly, I don't have any issues with this just because, um, you know, it's an unprecedented time. And I do feel like we needed to reward these kids um, for everything that they've done nationwide. And so, you know, very excited. It was a great honor for, for those five guys and, and just really happy for them. So just a breakdown for, for people who didn't see it.
2: Uh, we had four first-team All-Americans in uh, seniors, Dylan Lighty and Christian Bruner. Junior Devin Schroeder and freshman Kendall Coleman. And junior Griffin Perriott was named an Honorable Mention All-American. And uh, the way they broke that down was uh, guys who were seated one through eight were named first-team All-Americans. Guys seated nine through 12 were second-teamers. And guys seated 13 through 16 were named Honorable Mention All-Americans. Uh, twice as many All-America awards that they usually they give out. Um, but, uh, as I talked to, you know, I told Tony, Tony was asking how some other sports do it and having worked in a a variety of different sports in my tenure at Purdue. Um, it's, uh, it's really similar to how track does theirs really similar to how swimming does theirs. Um, and so I, I I thought, I thought it, I thought it, it fell in line a little bit with how, how some other sports, you know, name their all Americans and what the process looks like. So I thought it was a pretty good compromise.
1: Yeah, I, I did too. And, and I was fortunate to, you know, we've talked, I'm on some various committees, um, you know, with the wrestling groups. And this was one that we discussed extensively in one of my committees. And uh, the, the data historically is pretty overwhelming that if you were in the top 16 seeds, I mean, it's something like 96% um, of the all Americans come from the top 16 and that's why we went a little deeper than, than just say that, you know, initial proposals, maybe, hey, one through eight, just call them all Americans. um, And there's still a really high percentage. I mean, it is, it's a very high percentage, but just to be safe, that you reward kids, you know, those, some of those kids that, you know, you hate to see a guy who'd been a nine through 12, not get honored or mentioned because that those uh, those numbers continue to go higher. The percentages are so high that the top 16 seeds account for 96% of the All-Americans. I think we just felt like it was one of the the things that would be right, you know, to do to reward as many people as possible and, and, you know, um, go from there. Yeah. You don't want to take away from, you don't want to take away from what kids did and, and,
2: You know, because they didn't get that chance to compete, like it's just, I feel like it's safer to err on the side of of inclusion a little bit that Mm -hmm. way.
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: One thing I think is interesting it's, uh, I know wrestling is the ultimate prove it sport. You show up and compete on the day, and that's what matters. And three days in March is what matters. But, you know, this almost seems just as fair, just as equitable in that it takes the totality of the season. It says, okay, what you did in November really matters now because it's hard to get a top eight seed you have to be excellent from November through February to get a, a top eight or a top 10 seed this actually this this really sort of uh, it, it rewarded kids for that season-long dedication instead of maybe just getting on a hot streak in March
1: yeah I think another thing that's interesting to know too which I never realized this um it's not the NCAA that um declares people all Americans okay it's always been our coaches association you know the, the NWCA is always the ones who declare um, who the all Americans are the NCAA awards place finishes right and that's how they always do it now we call them all Americans at the tournament rightly so it's, it's part of our tradition but I never realized that was actually how it was until we got into this process so, very interesting that they're still going to be named All-Americans through, uh, you know, the Coaches Association, which always had that, that role anyways. So, it, it's not as big a change as what we had initially thought, um, but we did want that recognition, you know, coming from the NCAA as well that, yes, you know, we want to honor these kids and this is the right thing to do.
2: And I was actually impressed I, I was actually a little amazed
1: by how many people
2: fell in that category with you, Tony, and the fact that I saw so many coaches on on Twitter and on various social media channels being like, I never knew it was like that. What do you mean? The NCAA doesn't do this? They were they were all very like it was an eye opening experience for a ton of people who have been around the sport for like a very long time. You know, these were these were a lot of tenured head coaches
1: and, and assistant coaches. Yeah, and I and I think you know once you have that kind of explanation, it does clear things up because anybody who had questions, I, I don't think realized this is how it had always been done. You know, we get those plaques, those All American certificates at the end of the year, and those are always that's that's just a straight uh, you know NWCA you know uh, duty that that they, they've always done. So um, you know, yeah, none of those things. I, say it, I strongly believed it was the right thing to do, like many people, and um, you know we look forward to next year. You know, you always want the ability to compete. Not a single guy would tell you they, they don't want to compete, right? That's, you know, you train hard and you do all of these things so you have the opportunity to compete. But this was uh, out of their hands, right? Um, and so certainly, you know, in my mind, 100% the right thing to do uh, under these circumstances. So a little historical reference for people, for people listening.
2: Um, the last time that Purdue had four All-Americans in a single season – was 1950 and they've ne- we've never had five before so um pretty pretty amazing from that standpoint um for what we what we did and what we achieved um and hats off to you coach um and to the guys especially I mean they god they worked so hard this year and they did you know they showed up time and time again you know we go to Vegas and they showed up we went to Midlands and they showed up and we came to the Big Ten tournament and they showed up again and so it was it was really great to see, you know, the rankings and some of the things that they earned over the season. Like it, it was great to see them show up and prove it every single time we had the
1: opportunity to, to step on the map. Yeah, I think there was, and I've said this before as well, but there was a lot of consistency in the year. You know, what I mean, and so uh, I really was believing what I was seeing. Right, you were sure when we went out and wrestled, you knew what was going to happen in terms of you know how guys were going to go out and compete and execute. You know, there wasn't any of that you know inconsistency, and I think that's what made this group great and and what allowed them to count you know accomplish some 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 rare things at this program. Uh, I would say though, you know, listen, there's no. There's no uh, satisfaction here. You know, we all are anxious to get back, start training. You know, we had a team talk last night. And, uh, you know, I think everybody is ready to get back to the grind and excited to, to you know, take it even further. And that's what I like. You know, there's there's not going to be a resting on your laurels because of, you know, how we finished this year. I think everybody's very uh, highly motivated to get back uh, and, and, you know, really, you know, take it even further. It's exciting, you know, to them. And, and certainly everybody should be, congratulated you know uh the staff did a great job with these guys and then the the kids who did the heavy lifting but I think there is some real excitement on building on this for the future
0: for sure the the fact that you've got three of those five back next year and and you know I'm sure all three of them want to want to validate sort of the decision this year you know prove it earn a second honor on the mat this time to go along with with you know the certificate they they're going to get this this season
1: yeah. Uh, you got those three all American honorees and you got six national qualifiers, you know, total. So uh, a lot of guys who, like I said, can score points and, and win ma- big matches for us. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting for the future as well. A couple other cool notes. Um,
2: four first team all Americans for the Boilermakers in, uh, in Lighty, Bruner, Schroeder and Coleman. Um, and those guys, um, one of six programs nationally to have at least four first-teamers. Iowa, Penn State, Nebraska, Ohio State, and Princeton. Let me double-check my list there. Yep, that was the list. Six schools with four first-teamers. Pretty cool to be part of that elite group. And and as as Tony said, you know, when I read the list to him the first time, he's like, yeah, there's the top five teams at Big Tens. Yep, that (laughs) sounds about
1: right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, you know, with us finishing fifth at Big Ten, so you look at the four schools in front of us, and they, they were the only other ones, you know, to have, have as many or more. So, yeah, it, it, it did. It made sense. <laughs> um, so,
2: you know, another cool note, uh, Kendall Coleman, one of six freshmen All-Americans that we've ever had in program history, opens up the, uh, opens up the door for our – you know, Purdue's never had a four-timer. So that door is now officially open. And I know that that's a goal that uh, I know that's a goal that you and Kendall have talked about and and, and is on the table and and uh, so it'll be exciting to watch him chase that for another another three seasons.
1: Yeah, you know, it's uh, it kind of goes back to being excited to get going again, right? You you enjoy you enjoy the honor, and I talked to Kendall as I did all these guys and congratulated them, and then I was like, but hey, you know, we've we've got to stay. You know, we got to stay focused on what, what we're trying to do. You know, and in, a sense, in essence, it's, it's back to the grindstone. You know what I mean? It's back to the grind and, and finding new ways to be better, um, which, you know, is a little, little, little tougher maybe than uh, what we traditionally do, right? Because we're, we're not together, um, but, you know, it's finding new ways, maybe mentally, you know, to kind of focus on some things that you want to be better at. Or, you know, if it's if it's just, hey, working on pushing through pain. You know, there's a lot of pavement out there. You can go run by yourself, and you can make gains. So it's, I, I just, I've said it before. We're going to really find out those teams that um, have bought into, you know, what their coaches are talking about, and, and living that lifestyle and, and maintaining that discipline. So uh, I'm excited for for Kendall. You know, and and uh, I think he's excited too to build on what what he's accomplished so far.
0: I want to I want to talk about Kendall a minute. I, I feel like he's been kind of a victim of. Everyone else's success this year. We didn't talk enough about that kid this season. Like I, I know he was a he was a good recruit when you signed him. He wasn't seen nationally as a as a top end recruit as much. He, he was he was a you know a great guy to get, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, coming into he redshirted last year, and he, you guys are the only ones that really saw him on a day to day basis because he wasn't competing at the varsity level. Not really thought much of you know by the nation last. The last fall is going to be the last time they ever sleep on Kendall Coleman. Just the year he had, uh, uh, did it, did it surprise you on any level? Is there, it, 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 did it excite you? Like what, what, what are your takeaways there?
1: Yeah. You know, I just, you know, we knew it, So it's funny. I'll tell a story where uh, I was upset one day where one of the, one of the rankings for the big 10 had Kendall last, And, and and I was, it just blew my mind. Right. And I get it. I mean, he's a freshman coming off red shirt. And so, so I understand that he didn't have a whole body of work, but they're literally, and I I won't say who, just because it, you know, I was not, I was not happy that day and I saw it and I was like, man, this is crazy. I mean, I just can't believe this many people are still sleeping on him because, you know, he had placed, he had placed out at U twenties, he had placed at universities and he'd shown some things. So I still, was like, man, I can't believe people are kind of sleeping on Kendall like this. And then, you know, as it worked out, Michigan State was stacked. You know, he had a lot of highly ranked guys in his bracket. And while we knew he was pretty good, you know, you want to see him against the best. You're waiting to see how, how does he react in those tough situations or when there's bad calls or, you know, just stuff's going against him. And, and man, he just all year had, had a great Matt demeanor. He was always calm. You know he fought. He fought through things. You know he didn't always have his best stuff, but he'd fight his tail off, find ways to win. You know, it just really liked what I saw. And like I said, I was trusting it. You know, by the time we got to uh, you know Vegas and through, I, you just knew, okay, this is this is who the kid is. Mm-hmm. And so while we always knew people were sleeping on him, you know, I think you, you still want to see how they react. You know, when when the fur is flying. You know, what's going to happen? You know, when 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 it gets real. You know, somebody else is scores counting and, and somebody else is holding the whistle. And he never he never blinked, you know. Like I said, he didn't always have his best stuff. Right. I wasn't always happy with him. I mean, Tanner can attest to that. He, you know, <laughs> we were in the office, you know, uh, with some butt chewings and watching film and stuff. But, but man, he always responded well and and, and made adjustments and just kept getting better. So, um, no, I, I would say we weren't surprised. But you know, um, a lot of people were sleeping on him, and I I couldn't believe it. You know, Tony, you talk
2: often to the guys about. Um, you know, you said he found ways to win. He he didn't always have his best stuff, but he found ways to win. And uh, I thought Kendall is, he's a great example. And I think he sets a great example in our room for a guy who, you know, you don't always, you don't always feel your best. You don't always, you're not always going to have it on that day, but that doesn't matter. You still have to go out and and figure it out and find a way to to get your hand raised and uh, to have a freshman come in and set that example for our program is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, he one of many, right? I mean, let's – I think that these guys this year and, – and, and all kudos to Kendall because I know we're kind of talking about Kendall and and justifiably so, but I think this was a group that fed off each other pretty well. You know, they were excited. You guys remember with Lighty and Bruner, you know, being on here a few weeks ago talking. You know, that was a group that fed off each other, and that's – and we want to continue that. You want those guys to feed off each other. So, you've got a nice mix where – you've got a guy like Kendall who, you know, obviously he's got, he's got some, some talent that other people don't have. Um, But then you've got, you've got a guy like Panola who's just an absolute grinder and competitor. You know I mean? Like you've got these mix of kids who have different skill sets, but have found ways to kind of feed off each other in a lot of different ways. And I think that, um, you know, Kendall both drew from those guys and and helped add to some of those guys. And, And that's what you want. I like a room. You know, these kids are here for different reasons, right? Like, they, But they all should be adding to the room in different ways. And that's how we kind of try to think of it when we, when we recruit guys. It's not that everybody's the same. You know, you don't want clones, but you want guys who will add to the room. And I, I thought those guys did a nice job feeding off each other, you know, last year. And, and I hope the freshmen coming in, same thing. They're going to feed off this group and add things to the group uh, in different ways well I had I one more question about the all Americans. Um, you really had a nice
2: segue into the next the next topic there, but I did want to throw one more question how how important um, you know naming these all Americans you had, you had two guys in, in Dylan Lighty and Christian Bruner that didn't get to go to their final national championship and uh, and you know they were two guys that were both seeking their first all America status. Yep. Um, how important it is is it to to honor guys like Dylan and Christian that, you know, had great careers and had, you know, great senior seasons um, and, and had that chance, you know, you know, you know, fate, fate took it from them.
1: Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's what I hope, what, what you want for any guy, but specifically, you know, obviously, you know, uh, Christian and, and Dylan, what you want is to, you want them to know that, they have every right to be incredibly proud of what they accomplished, and this is part of that. Uh, there should be no regrets. You know, it, it, they did everything they could. We talk about controlling the, the controllables, trusting the process, right? like all of these things. They did those things. They did every one of them, and they threw their heart out there, and they, and they supported their team. So in my mind, you have no reason to look back with any kind of regret or should ofs or would ofs or could ofs. Um, this, they had nothing to do with this, and they should be extremely uh, proud and excited for what this honor is. You know, we, like I said, we wrestled ninety-eight percent of the season. You know, and I know as a sport, we put a lot. I'm one of those guys. We put a lot in those last three days. But hey, man, you did everything you could, and there was every indication because of your consistency that that you would be exactly where you wanted to be. And so, I just hope that's that's where they're at. They're at peace. Um, Knowing, hey, I did everything I could and and threw it all out there, and you know now let's let's move on to you know freestyle and 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 jobs, you know, just different things that they they want to do and attack it the same way.
2: Yeah, I know that you know next year when I go into that wrestling room or I go into Holloway Gymnasium and I look at that wall, I'm not going to look at their name any. Me personally, I'm not going to look at their name any differently than any other guy on that wall. I think I think that they uh, they're incredibly deserving of these honors and, and to, uh, I have no doubt in my mind that they would have been there anyway. So yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's fantastic. And I think they have a lot to be proud of. And, uh, and I know, I'm, I know, I'm proud to, to have been a part of their journey. So yep. hats off to hats off to them. But, um, we, uh, we got a cool announcement last week after the show, um, uh, added, uh, officially, added another name to the the roster for for 21 um in a
1: gentleman from from minnesota and and trey Cruz. yeah uh really excited about uh having trey come in i mean uh terrific student great wrestler you know i mean uh, a guy who you know if you look at just a national ranking perspective you would say is under the radar right i mean But as we just talked about a little bit ago, you try to find guys that add to the room and can feed off each other and other people. And I, I just think Trey is a great fit for us from, from lots of different places. You know, we've talked just before this, uh, you know, this call, you know, he's, he's involved in so many different things um, from, from leadership to wrestling to, you know, as a student that uh, he's just, he's an outstanding young man. Glad we can finally talk, you know, talk about him state champ this year. Um, I think he was 51 and one, I believe just off the top of my head, but, but that sounds right. Yeah. With that great upside still, you know, we, we look at a young man who I don't think has, you know, even come close to reaching his potential. And we feel very strongly that when you put him in a good room and he scraps every day, you know, and he's pushed uh, that he's going to really continue to grow and develop and have a high ceiling. So, uh, another guy who's gonna, you know, uh, have a nice impact for us. Uh, especially at 149, 157, you know. I do think he actually got thrown
2: a top 50 ranking. I'm trying to find, and I'm, I'm struggling a little bit right now because I'm flipping through my computer. I want to say that the open mat um, in their final class rankings for 2020 threw him some love. They did. They had him in the top 200 at 174. How oh, Good. Um, Good. So yeah, no, it's nice to see him get a little love there. But um, yep. I know that, uh, and I'd love to hear Corey speak on this. You know, after we signed him and put some of the material out there, Corey went digging on the internet for some information on the kid, and just found some tremendous stuff.
0: I did. There's there's a couple really cool feature articles on him. Uh, one about a, a and, and I encourage our listeners and viewers to go to go Google search Trey Cruz because. You, you should read the full articles. But one about a a childhood friend he had a a, a new kid to the school system when they were in in elementary school uh, who, had, who who was autistic and uh, Trey immediately uh, bonded with them and they're they're best friends to this day according to according to the article obviously a different one uh, 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 that's totally you know, worth your time as as I read um, I found another article right after he won his state title this year that uh, it had a quote from a teammate a a teammate of his who had just won his fourth state title and uh, his teammate was more excited after Trey's win than he was after his own win he said I I don't care what happens to me today I want him to get his title like when your teammates are speaking of you that way in high school when you're voted a team captain as a sophomore like those are those are intangible things that you have to have in your room and and I'm so jacked that you are you're able to get him in West Lafayette.
1: Yeah like I said just he he really fit what we're looking for as a team and culture and we talk a ton about it but it truly is what um, you know allows you to kind of do great things you know mm-hmm. and so very excited to have him in the room and adding to what we're trying to do and I think from a wrestling straight wrestling perspective you know he's, he's gonna do some great things too he you know it, more than likely red shirt. Right. And, um, and be, you know, a guy that'll be in the room scrapping and clawing and fighting, and then, um, can maybe, uh, you know, come out and help us in the years to come. So just really excited to add him and an engineer too. I mean, this, this kid's sharp, man, you know, he's, he's really sharp as well. So, um, yeah, looking forward to having him, uh, you know, in the room. A lot of A's on those
2: transcripts, Lots of <laughs> A's on those transcripts. I'm not sure I've never, I've never, I've never seen that many. <laughs> it was a, it was a lot. It was excessive. So, no, really excited about Trey. Um, that'll be a great and, and you know we're we're still on the recruiting trail. There's a lot of guys that we can't talk about yet. They haven't signed NLI's, um, but uh, it'll be really cool over the next few weeks to be able to continue introducing people to uh, the newest members of the roster. Should be should be good. Should be great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's nice, you know, and we are, you know, there's not too many left. We'll probably add a, yeah, a name or two, as you said. Um, we have a, a very good set of juniors already committed. We can't talk names, obviously. And then come June 15th, it's, it's, it's rising sophomores who will be juniors in the fall. Yep. So it's I tell you what, it's, it's gear up and let's get ready to go. Um, still lots of work to be done, even though we're not in the room grinding yet. But, uh, yeah, plenty to look forward to still as a program it never
2: really sleeps. Um, you know, there's always, we're always recruiting. It doesn't matter if we're, we're recruiting prospective student athletes or fans or donors or, or what it is. I feel like we're, we're always recruiting somebody. So it's a, uh, it's definitely a, a fun part of the job, but um, yeah, June 15th, it'll be great to, to get to reach out to some of those guys in the class of 2022 and, and, and start, you know, start sending out some, some invitations to, to come be a part of the program.
1: Yeah, it'd be a, be a lot of fun. I mean, you know, you've, you've got to, there's some aspects, right, uh, of recruiting that can get a bit old and tedious, but I really enjoy uh, meeting, meeting the families and the kids and getting to know them. I mean, that's, that's, for me, is still a great part of the process. It's one of the things I enjoy the most um, about the recruiting aspect. So, you know, you look forward to that. You know, we've, we've created great relationships with, with these kids that are coming in and even some of the juniors. And now uh, you want to, you want to keep building more relationships with this younger class. I think that's, that's what it's about. And, and uh, that's the part I really look forward to.
2: Absolutely. Um, we actually, uh, we, we got some nice, you know, in the naming of all Americans um, we had an email go out to uh, the Boilermaker faithful this week through our, our marketing department um, that highlighted our five all Americans and shared our press release and, and uh, put some nice attention on the program and, and, you know, you shared you shared with us that you got some you got some nice messages and some some emails and calls from some people that uh that uh we you know we'd never talked to before. So uh would love to hear hear more about that and, and you know some of the new the, the new people around Purdue Wrestling.
1: Yeah, uh two couple things there, I guess. Um yeah, we have we've had a lot of people reach out and very thankful for that. I had one gentleman, I won't I won't give names now. <laughs> Cause I haven't talked to them, but I got a really nice letter from a gentleman, uh, who, um, had said he had always followed, you know, you know, a lot of the Purdue sports, baseball, football, basketball, volleyball. Um, but said I'll definitely be following wrestling from now on had two sons who had gone to Purdue, right. And had great experiences. So, so we got a, a new casual wrestling fan and I'm always really excited about that. You know, we got, so we got some new casual fans that were drawn in, um, by what was released you know, for, for our All-Americans. And then I had some some former uh, alumni that had just reached out and, and said congrats as well. Um, I would also call attention to something that we did the other day. It was the uh, the alumni Facebook wrestling page. Uh, I know, Tanner, you would kind of put that out, and we've extended some invitations. But um, I would just say, listeners, be on the lookout for that. Um, and and if you would like to join, you know, let's, let's get you in so you can be in the know as, as to what's going on there'll be a lot of information concerning dual meets or just different things in the program that are going on from results and, and whatever. So we want to continue to try, try to grow, as you said, grow the fan base, grow, you know, the alumni base and, 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 you know, their connection to the program. So we definitely want to keep building this momentum and, uh, and, and pushing forward. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, I, I, I got on Facebook yesterday and they've got the, you know, they're,
2: they're, they're pushing the new, the groups, the Facebook groups, and so I, uh, I started a Purdue wrestling alumni group. And so, you know, less than 24 hours in, we've already got 63 of our, our alumni and, and some family members and whatnot of people that, you know, have come through these doors. It's been really fun for me to look through uh, the list and the names and guys that, uh, you know, guys that were on the team with my first run is when I was in communications with the team from, from 2006 to 2013. There's a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of a lot of guys that I haven't talked to or, or even seen their names in a long time. So um, I think it'll be a great place to to have the group together and to share news with them and to and to you know do some do some different things as far as um you know just communicating with them. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So if you're an, if you're an alum you haven't got on there yet, get in there and get in there and search Facebook and
1: and join the team in there. Yeah, and, and uh, if I don't have your information, um, please, I would encourage everyone to reach out to me. You know, uh, unfortunately, we don't have everybody's contact information from over the years. So if you would like to be involved, don't hesitate to shoot me an email as well uh, or a direct message and just let me know, you know, how we can get you connected. So that's a priority for us uh, right now. Absolutely. Um, you
2: know, speaking to the team, speaking of, of, of the group, um, what's the what's the latest with the guys? You know, you said you had a team meeting last night. It's been, you know, it's been over a month since we've been together now, which
1: seems crazy to say. Crazy. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's crazy that time still managed to fly by. I guess that we're <laughs> yeah, four right. days in. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's a little disturbing. But uh, you know, all indications right now are things are going fine for the guys. Obviously, communication is key. So you're just trying to stay connected, but. Honestly, they, they really seem like they're doing pretty well. You know, school seems to be in hand. Everybody's uh, settled in, I believe, um, to what their routine is. You know, we're going to have a, a, a dead period from, a, from being able to contact our student-athlete standpoint April 27th through May 9th. So it's just trying to get our last little bit of contact in here the next uh, week and a half or so and, and make sure they're doing well going into finals. Now coming out of May 9th, you know, finals are done and and we'll obviously see where we're at. You know, hopefully it's restrictions are gonna start easing up and we can start having more contact. But we'll we'll stay tuned and see how that develops. But it's just really trying to make sure the guys are doing well. You know, I mean that's my my biggest thing is we have a great group of kids. Um, they they work their tail off, but it's easy to fall into bad habits, right? Sometimes you don't even notice it because the routines change. So it's just trying to make sure that the guys really stay focused. And I think one of the things we talked about last night is, you know, the, the goals or the destination stays the same. The path you you follow changes, you know, and it always does with sickness or illness. And this is one of those things. So the, the path has changed and just discuss that the goals haven't, and we've got to probably be more creative than ever about, you know, how we're doing things. And, and what I hear and, and what I see, I guess I'm very encouraged. I, I'm very confident. That, uh, that these guys are um, doing the right things. And they're excited. You know, when you talk to them, uh, we've done a lot of individual talks, um, you know, to, to find out exactly how they're doing. You know, they express a lot of big goals and a lot of excitement about things. So, honestly, uh, I feel good about where they're at. I'm just hoping, you know, we can get back together soon.
0: How many of them are, are, are still in the area? How many of them went home?
1: We have about two thirds of the team actually here, um, you know, and then we have, you know, another third at home. And so we are a little separated, but from what I hear, everybody does what they can from a workout standpoint, you know, they're encouraging each other. And we've talked a lot about, they, they're on a group chat together. And, and so they're posting workouts and things that they're doing and, and they can obviously call me and ask questions um, or, or, you know, Ryan Shane, strength coach, uh last night Elaine actually was on our call. She started off our discussion with Smart. some nutrition things, right? So, you know, uh and she actually asked about dessert, which <laughs> you know, for us that was that was a little refreshing. That's I will cute. tell you this. Our guys uh our guys really
2: like ice cream, top to bottom. It's pretty yeah. it's 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 an impressive uh it's an impressive love for ice cream.
1: Yeah, ice cream came up several times.
2: A lot, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, it, it's it's just more of a way to stay connected. That's, that's what I'm concerned about right now. You know, these guys aren't forgetting to wrestle, you know, but what you want to do is stay really focused on what you're doing. And that's from a study standpoint and a lifestyle standpoint, just, just not falling into bad habits. It's, it's easy to do, and you don't even realize it's going on. And so it's just kind of, hey, pointing out some of the pitfalls or making sure that we're focused on the right things and seeing how everybody's doing. So, a cool non basketball related or non wrestling
2: related thing here. I said basketball because that's where I'm going. Um, I've noticed, and maybe you guys have noticed, that uh, Corey is appropriately wearing a Jumpman shirt today in, in honor of Sunday's debut of The Last Dance on ESPN. I,
0: I actually haven't watched it yet.
2: You haven't watched it yet, Tony? Have you watched it yet? I have not watched it yet either. Oh my goodness, you guys. It was incredible.
0: I know, to get a you
2: were of of sports. Back into, my, back into my life. Your, uh, your um, Twitter being feed a basketball was, guy. oh my gosh. Um, yeah, well, it was crazy. You know, I saw, the, I saw the previews for it six months ago, mm-hmm. and I could not envision that we would be in this situation that we're in, and that would be our only, like I was excited to watch <laughs> it before, but now that we've been deprived of sports for the last month, yeah. being able to go back and watch something like that was incredible for me. And so, uh, you know, maybe we'll kick it. Maybe you guys can get on it and watch it. And then next
1: week on the show,
0: we'll do a review.
1: We can do a little review. Um, I will say, you know, um, I'm going to learn a lot from watching it because I have every intention of watching it. I do. Um, you know, from everything you see and read about Michael Jordan, the competitor that he was right. Um, that's what intrigues me, right? The, the, the competitive drive and mindset of these people um, that have achieved excellence at that high level really appeal to me. I've also seen some tweets, though, too. Uh, Scotty Pippen has been mentioned, right, um, kind of where he's come from, which I'm not as well-versed in. So It's I'm incredible. Kind of now. Um, from, from basketball manager and growing six inches in college or whatever it exactly <clears throat> was, there's some intriguing things that, as a competitor, uh, I'm really interested in. So mm-hmm. I, I, will, I have every intention of watching, even though it's basketball. Um, but – those are the things that i'm really kind of wanting to see you know it's not it, i don't get into basketball history per se but sure you talk about being a competitor in that drive and what it looks like uh that you, you really get me interested then yeah i was talking to a couple of the guys about uh specifically parker philias and devin Schroeder. we talked a little bit
2: about um the whole thing cuz <clears throat> they know i'm a, i'm a i'm a jordan guy and and I think he's—I think he's the greatest ever played the game. And I think he's one of—you take sport out of it. I think he's one of the greatest competitors of all time. Um, <clears throat> Michael Wilbon, in the show, he said uh, Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan—that's the list. And that was his that's a good list. That was his list as far as just guys who were just straight competitors. And uh, yeah, I think I think the thing that our guys and wrestling fans could take away from watching it you like I said you can take the basketball out of it it doesn't matter um when you when you go through and you listen to these guys talk about competing and you listen to them talk about trying to win and what it takes to win at that level it's just incredible to me and and the way that they um the way that they, they've been able to pull back the curtain a little bit on something that happened over 20 years ago yeah the way they the way those guys worked but um yeah I'll be, I'll be interested you guys get to watch that and we can kind of you know, like you said, the stuff about Scottie Pippen is unreal in um, and, and where he came from and what he was able to accomplish. And so that'll be, that'll be fun to talk about in weeks to come.
1: Yeah, you know, this, this is the one thing now that you can do, right? Reflection sure. is, is a big thing. Self-awareness of, of yourself and, and other things that kind of add to, you know, what you want to do, maybe what you want to accomplish. That, that's, that's something big right now that everybody can do, regardless of your situation. You may not be able to walk outside and hit high crotches, you know, on your on your partner, but uh, but you can you can get better. You can think about you know um, you you as a competitor and where you're at, and maybe where you want to go, and and if you're aware of that and can and kind of you know reach some peace and some focus on those things, those are always. Uh, great things. You know, I think it's, it's worth your time to go back through that now. And that's what I hope our guys are doing. I hope there's a lot of reflection. It's not just sitting on the couch, right, eating Cheetos,
2: right.
0: You
1: know, not aware. You, you hope there's a lot of reflection. And, and uh, where do I want to be in a year from now? And how can I get there? And, and what's that going to take? And, that, and that's, a, that's a valid thing to do right now. And I hope everybody's doing it. 100%. Corey, anything else you want to uh, get to today?
0: No, I don't think so. We got a couple more topics, but we'll save those for next week. I think <laughs> this is, uh, yeah. is it has been a great show. It's
1: yeah, good, here good I would we weren't going to have enough to talk about for people.
0: We got Coach Ursland to talk about basketball. <laughs> yes. I mean, Victory that's how me. great a show this is. I, I,
2: I'm taking the win right there. <laughs> there you go,
0: guys. Right, it's been fun. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump off here. That'll do it for this week. We'll see you next time on the Always Guessing Podcast. Boy, yeah.